Hey, folks, welcome back. Today, zooming in from beautiful Ajax, Ontario, we've got real estate entrepreneur Karen Estrada. And Karen and her husband have done a variety of different real estate investing strategies, you know, all the way from single family homes, buy and hold to private lending to Airbnbs outside of the country. So she's got a pretty wide level of experience. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Thank you. My pleasure. And I understand that this might be your very first podcast interview. Is that correct? That is correct, Dave. <laughs> very first one. Well, I'm thrilled to have you on the show. I we're going to have a lot of fun. We and will. Let's, let's make it super easy, Karen. Just tell us a little bit about you, your background, especially when it comes to real estate investing. So when, why, how did you get started in real estate? Um, when I would have say 2007, uh -huh. we started, um, our real estate journey. Now that was because what had happened, we had a previous year, we've lost all of our savings. I gave all of our savings in the stock market. Ooh. So Yeah. So that's how we kind of got into real estate. Cause we said, okay, now the stock market wasn't that great. You know, it took a year. My husband went to, I think, maybe two seminars. And um, he said, you know what? I think real estate is the way to go. And I was like, oh, my God, we have no money. We have no savings. And you want to get another property? What's going on? Because, yeah, <laughs> Especially after the whole stock market debacle, I guess. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I'm like, OK, let me might as well go for it. Go for it. We have nothing no to lose at this point. Hey. <laughs> We have nothing to lose at this point. And, you know, at the time, I want to say it was like 5% down. Right. So we managed to borrow, you know, from his parents. Um, we managed to borrow the 5,000 down. I mean, the 5% down. And we got the second property. The what, kind of, what kind of property was it? It was um, a townhouse condo. And okay. it's now it's now called Toronto. Um mm -hmm. So we got an end unit, four bedroom, finished basement, but there was no separate entrance. It's basically a single family home. Yeah. That's what we had. And um, we said, okay, but it needed work. We, we got it for a good price. It needed work. And for three months, we like, you know, from work, came home, went to the house, did all the renovations ourselves yeah. on the weekend. But they, they make like that look like a lot of fun on HGTV. Oh, it is hectic it's tiring especially when you have three small kids and you uh, drag them along with you yes. and you sit them in the corner and you do your thing and, you know um three months before i went on the market to for rent and and um yeah we put it up for rent got it rented now the reason we got the second one um it was a form of saving you know for the future for okay. two things one for our kids' education. We didn't we knew that's gonna be quite hefty. And then the other one is kind of like have a little nest egg for our retirement. That's what we thought. So Got let's it. why not get a second one? By the time we're ready to retire, you know, we'll appreciate all the stuff will happen, we'll sell it, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we so then okay, so that's 2008, 2009, whenever that mm -hmm. is. Fast forward mm -hmm. right now, 2023, what does your portfolio look like at this point? At this point, my our portfolio have, we have a few um, duplexes. 
Uh -huh. I have an Airbnb in Dominican. Very nice. Um, we have, we've kind of now gearing towards um, private lending. So we so, do. So for folks that aren't familiar with that, maybe define what's your definition of private lending. Private lending is where we lend investors um, capital to for them to then buy their investment properties. So, so, so you're becoming a passive investor. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. We are. And, um, and why why have you guys decided to go down that route instead of buying more properties for yourselves? Ah, uh, <laughs> well, Dave, as you know, the journey has been, let's say, um, there's lots of ups and downs. And the downs are really downs. Like, you know, yeah. you're, oh, you think, oh my God, why am I, why am I doing this? What is this all for? Yeah. You know, you get those horror um, tenants, you know, and you know, oh, are the ones that don't pay and all this stuff. Did like, you guys oh. have any challenges with that over the COVID period or to, to date where it's very, you know, there's such a backlog, especially in Ontario, mm -hmm. and it's virtually impossible to get rid of people? It was. We did have, um, out of all the tenants, we had one, just one, but we had him prior before before COVID. It was moving into COVID, yeah. which made it longer for right. us to like, vacate him, to evict him. Um, but I reached out to each of my tenants, like we knew what was coming ahead of us, like we knew. So I reached out to them and I kind of said, you know, if you need help, in the way we can guide you to where you can go to get help. Like, you know, the government agencies, different things like that. Yep. And um, we reached out to them and for all of COVID, I, we were lucky enough except for one that didn't pay. And that oh, one, okay. one in the process of just getting them out. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's them. not too, too bad. All things considered, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I guess over the last 15 16 years, whatever it's been since you first started in, in being a landlord, mm -hmm. there have been ups, there have been downs. And I guess the downs have kind of got you down mm -hmm. and you're looking to be more passive investors. So what are, what are you and your husband looking to do over the next few years? Where do you see your, your real estate investing career taking you? Um, for the next uh, few years, well, part of it of our portfolio is passive um, we're now looking to get into like an Airbnb where more cottages. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're in the process of looking at um, uh, some cottages, maybe like renovating, doing the same kind of things that we did with the other um, the other investments that we had. Mm -hmm. um, that's one way. The other way is also we're looking into more multifamily. So okay. we're kind of divided our portfolio a little bit into kind of three three sections where we have, because it's a personal dream of mine to have a cottage and do an Airbnb or bed bed and breakfast, depending on the area or you know. So that's my goal. <laughs> I wanted a bed and breakfast. We're gonna do it. That's one part of the um, of our portfolio, and then we have the private lending, and then we're gonna move on into more like multi-units, basically, you know, being a partnership and acquiring like some multi-units. That's the future we're looking at right so now. So are you guys looking at being passive investors in the multi-units or yeah. activists? Okay. Uh, right yeah. now, because we still have our jobs. Mm -hmm. So we're quite busy. We yeah. still have our full-time jobs. 
we're still doing this part-time. Mm -hmm. um, so we're right now it's more um, passive. Like, Got it. Yeah. yeah. You've got enough active properties in your portfolio yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you add on another, a, a cottage Airbnb, you're still mm -hmm. going to be active with that one, but right. the rest of your stuff, you just really want to invest yeah. in other people's deals and, mm -hmm. and let them do the work. Yeah, actually, we're just right in the process of, of liquidating the um, single family homes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So taking that off of our portfolio so we can now become more um, uh, passive lenders for mm -hmm. the multi-units. So that's yeah. what we're doing right now. Well, I imagine with all of those heartaches and and tenant challenges you faced over the years, the appreciation you've gotten on some of those properties has been pretty significant. I'm, I'm sure you guys are uh, happy with that. Yes, 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 and it has. I, uh, you know, that part I can't. Yeah, it was. So very I, I guess you and your husband are feeling a little bit better about the the, the stock market losses 15 years ago. Those those don't bite so hard anymore. No, considering where where you're at now with your real estate portfolio. No, you know, and looking back, that kind of in a, in hindsight, that maybe that was a good thing, in a way. It was definitely a good thing, I would say. Yeah, yeah. it forced us to look elsewhere, and um, real estate has always, like, since then, has been good to us. Yeah, you know, even with all the challenges. Yeah. Well, that, maybe maybe tell me a little bit about your short-term rental journey. So you've got the one property in the Dominican right now. Mm -hmm. You're looking at getting something closer to home, cottage country, Ontario. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about how that journey happened for you. The for well, there's a couple of things we kind of considered um, in terms of the cottage. We're looking into the future, so the cottage would be we would spend time um, in the summer here at the cottages, right yeah. at the cottage, and then in the winter we'd go to the Dominican. So yeah. that's how we read the lifestyle type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um but you've already got you've already got the one in the Dominican. Tell me oh, the yeah, story behind how did mm -hmm. that come to be? Uh you know, I that started, I want to say about 10, 12 years ago. Oh, we, were looking, we were looking yeah. on TV and um there was this program called um Kirby in Life. Uh -huh. And we always thought, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. And we investigated, we did all this, you know. It took us really about 10 years to to really look and prep and all this stuff. And we finally got it. We finally got the the um the condo down there. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And and so do you guys kind of do that where you go use it as a family unit sometimes and then rent it out the rest of the time? And how's it been working out for you? It's it's been great. So I'll tell you the story. Um, we had a short-term rental just before COVID. So there was a family there that wanted to stay for one month. And we said, okay. And then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't travel. They couldn't move. They they then extended it for a year. We said, okay. Wow. You extend. So now we're going. Well, you, you couldn't travel down there either, anyway. Exactly. Either, right? yeah. So while everyone else in that whole um, complex was like going crazy, like, you know, we don't have renters, we don't have this. We were, I, I want to say we might have been the only one there with tenants 
You got lucky. I did. You know what? They're still there. Holy <laughs> smoke. So they've turned from short-term rental. Now they're permanent tenants. Yeah, they're asking. So actually yesterday they got, they sent an, an email saying, uh, can we stay on another two years? And I'm wow. like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. So well, so like, much for your short-term rental. But so I, I, much for that. Yeah. Well, I get, the, I get the gist. That, that worked out okay as well. So yeah, it, it now, you're, now you're looking to expand to your own backyard. I like that. So you're going to have your, mm-hmm. your summers in Canada and your winters in the Caribbean. And, mm-hmm. and that's the lifestyle that you guys want to have. That's the lifestyle I want to have. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not, not bad. bad eh? <laughs> so what, what would you say have been some of your biggest learning lessons along the journey so far, Karen? Uh, learning lessons number one surround yourself with great people that by that being said I mean for example when we did decide to get property managers uh, yeah so let's say at what point did you decide to do that and 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 how many units of yours are they managing um all all I have property managers for all of them right now um but the hardest part is managing my property managers. Okay. You know, I've had to fire at least three during the years. Yeah. You know, um, they just weren't doing the job that they said they would, mm-hmm. you know, so, and it just didn't work out. But that, that part was the most challenging part is finding good property managers, you know, to manage your property. Basically. So do you have multiple yeah. property managers because they're in different areas or is it one? Exactly. Different? I do. I do. I have a, a couple mm-hmm. of property managers. I know even for the Dominican, I have a property manager for there too. Yeah. It just saves me the headaches, you know? Well, you're still, you guys are still working full time. So you exactly. so many, only so many hours in the day and this whole real estate thing's supposed to be kind of, kind of passive. So mm-hmm. knowing what you know now, What's your process for finding a new property manager? Um, definitely, you know, not just the interview, but really um, referrals, like talk to different, um, different the landlords that deal with these property managers. Mm-hmm. You know, I also, from my group, because I belong to, which you might know very well, I belong to a group and I, I really... Um, I look for guidance and advice and, you know, if they have any, um, what do you say, any referrals that they, you know, that they're dealing with any um, property managers that they're dealing with, that they're really good, like if they can refer me. Mm-hmm. So that group is a smart home choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, my uh, good buddy, Gary. Yes. Yeah. Gary <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So you lean on the group for recommendations mm-hmm. and, and they help you out. No, that is mm-hmm. smart. Okay. So your path moving ahead, you guys want to liquidate, are you going to liquidate all of your single family homes or are you going to hold mm-hmm. on to a few of them? Just going to uh, sell them all. Um, I'm going to sell them all. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. cash out. Mm-hmm. You're going to take that big, big chunk of change that you guys are going to of equity that you've got and start just being private lenders, ideally mm-hmm. in multifamily properties. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. just hold on to the couple of Airbnbs as your, yeah, as your mm-hmm. portfolio. That's right. I mean, we do have a, a few, um, the duplex. 
Okay. I, I I will I'll we'll still hold on to those ones. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Still hold on to those ones for now. For now. Mm -hmm. See how it goes with the private uh, private yeah. lending. Exactly. Excellent. Well, that sounds like a great plan, Karen. Um, yeah. So sounds like you've learned a lot of lessons. Sounds like you guys have seen the big benefits of real estate over the stock market, at least for for your situation. Mm -hmm. You've overcome the challenges of property management, and you've got to the enviable enviable point where you're you're cashing out a chunk of your portfolio and just really focusing on becoming passive investors. So, mm -hmm. and, and you got the lifestyle idea dialed in as well with the summers in cottage country and the winters in the Caribbean. I like yeah. it. Congratulations. Yeah. Hey, you. Karen, if people yeah. want to connect with you, what should they do? Um, they can, e so this is the, they can email me. Um, yeah, well, what's the number one best way for people to connect? Because if we give folks too many options, it, it gets confusing. So the number one question? is the, for me, it's the email, the summit 18 at yahoo.com. All right. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Karen, congratulations on this journey. It's great to see you again. It's been a few years yeah. and good job on your first podcast interview. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode.